all-American half pure beef patty, lettuce, tomato, This is Singles Going Steady, the podcast dedicated to exploring great singles with a particular eye to the punk, new wave, and DIY eras of the last century. I'm Steve McGowan. And I'm Adrian Madoc. We're in a band, the Beef People, who released a single in 1986 on our own label, Zub Records. But we're record collectors and passionate especially about the expression of pop music perfection that is the single recording. Exploring the mystery of what makes for our great singles, what propelled us to begin this podcast, and this is number... Singles going steady, 097. 097, and we've got a great single, and we've mm-hmm. got lots of, of, of um, interesting things we're going to learn about. Mm-hmm. Um, the group is? They Might Be Giants. And the single is? Istanbul, not Constantinople. And, and we have a special guest we today. We do have a special guest today, and our special guest is? Hello, I'm Claire Madoc. I am Adrian's niece. And she is an expert on all things They Might Be Giants. Yes. So uh, she's going to join no us. No follow-up t- questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. She's going to fit in just fine. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this single was released in 1990, um, right before, well, it's, it's, it's on, the, on the Flood album, their famous right. record, and Flood. And as we're recording this, They Might Be Giants is mm-hmm. getting ready to embark on their 30th, 30th anniversary, anniversary. Of, of the release of the Flood album mm-hmm. tour. Right. So let's talk a little bit about They Might Be Giants. Who are they? Who are They Might Be Giants? Well, when we first encountered They Might Be Giants mm-hmm. was in the era of the Pink album, as right. it's known. Their, 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 their debut one. album, uh, the eponymous album, They Might Be Giants. Mm-hmm. And they recorded and toured as a duo at that time. It was two, the two Johns, the two Johns, John Linnell and John Flansburg, mm-hmm. and a drum machine, uh, or a ta- um, and a tape machine. And a tape machine, right? So it was a sort of assisted duo. Um, they're from New York City, um, but they they um, they've made their career in New right, York City, right? And um, yeah, recorded unusual instrumentation. They toured with a. Linnell on the accordion. Mm-hmm. Now you see him mainly playing a keyboard, right? Um, but guitar and accordion were the main, you know, the main, the main instruments. players, uh, main mm-hmm. uh, instruments. For and there's their not that many bands you see, you know, that are considered indie rock that have an accordion. <laughs> <laughs> But um, we, we saw them on that that um, swing through the south. Right, they were famously on MTV with the "Put Your Hand in the Puppet Head." Right, and they were just unlike anything yes. at the time mm-hmm. or since. Yes, <laughs> very unique, very funny, very ironic. Um, Musically sophisticated yes. and interesting. Um, mm-hmm. uh, lyrically complex, lyrically mm-hmm. um, adventurous. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, which is interesting because the single we're talking about today, the mm-hmm. A-side, 
Um, well, of course, it was a CD single. So right. It was all on. Because this was 1990, side. there was very little vinyl being released. Right. It, um, I, there are some vinyl versions of this that, that were out there contemporaneously yeah. too, but um, mainly uh, CD single, mm-hmm. and um, it's a cover. Yes. And it's a really unusual cover. It's a sort of cover that you would expect from mm-hmm. They Might they Be Giants. Giants. It was released in 1953 by the four lads. It was considered a novelty song about Istanbul, the 300th anniversary of Istanbul being Constantinople. Yeah, the name and, change, yes. right? And uh, the song was actually very popular in, in the 50s. It went gold, um, so it wasn't... An, an obscurity like some of you know yeah, like this some is, of these bands would pick and this know. is a song we knew before mm-hmm. they might be giants got right. a hold of it you exactly. had um one of your gigs mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. as um a, a dj, DJ. The, uh, the music of your life W-M-R-B. right we've, we've talked about that which was <laughs> big band music it was uh, am radio mm-hmm. for the old people right yeah. so it was like songs from 30s 40s and obviously from 1953 and as the four well. lads would be played quite a bit because they they were uh, um, very they were requested a lot well let's go ahead and hear a little bit of, of the, the four, four lads, lads yes, right just so you'll know what we're talking then about then we can talk to our guest a little bit okay all right here's the four lads from 1953 the original version of istanbul not constantinople Istanbul was Constantinople, now it's Istanbul, not Constantinople, been a long time gone, old Constantinople, still it's Turkish delight on a moonlit night. Every gal in Constantinople lives in Istanbul, not Constantinople, so if you've a date in Constantinople, she'll be waiting in Istanbul, even old New York was once New Amsterdam. Why they changed it, I can't say People just liked it better that way Take me back to Constantinople No, you can't go back to Constantinople Now it's Istanbul, not Constantinople Why did Constantinople get the works? That's nobody's business but the Turks So you're coming at this backwards, Claire, because yes. we had heard the, the the original, and so we were like, "Oh, they're so clever to pick yeah. this and cover it in their way." But this is this is a absolutely reversed for you because you know they might be giants very yeah. well. But this is a new thing. What do you think about the four lads version? Um, it is a little haunting. Yeah. I I knew this was out there, but I hadn't heard it before, <laughs> and I wasn't really sure what to expect. Um kind of creepy right? it's, it's kind of creepy <laughs> yeah. it's 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 kind of it's kind of like it has like that kind of sea shanty vibe <laughs> right um i think it's excellent and i can definitely see why, why they might be it. giants uh latched onto this <laughs> right and it's how so they catchy. got it so popular yeah. but they're they're the four lads version seems to be like a real like 
noir black and white kind of film you know right mm-hmm. uh, like maybe maybe um we're, we're really supposed to read between the lines and there was a murder perhaps <laughs> could be, could be. so uh, yeah, uh constantinople yeah constantinople had to change their names and go on the lamb right because mm-hmm. of, uh, a bunch of bodies out there somewhere in the right you know um the, the phosphorus in the dardanelles right so um they might be giants really had a breakthrough with the album flood um, they went to, to the famous producers, Clive Langer and Alan Winstonley. Clanger and Winstonley. And we've talked about them right. before. They, and, and, and they produced it, Madness. Madness in and, particular. Uh, Look at um, that podcast. Elvis Costello. Um, and, and, and a lot of famous British acts were produced by, by them. They have a particular sound that is just... Um, you know, it's they know how to make things pop on the radio. Right. It, it, it's always resonant. There's like it always sounds like um, a bell ringing. Right. You know. Right. And they um, they really challenged the two Johns to think outside of you know what the little box that they were in of the, the little the little they might be giants thing that they were doing. They made it bigger for them. And I've read, I've read a couple of reviews in recording magazines about how the Johns said they set our sights much higher. And I, I think this was one of those songs, that and Birdhouse in Your Soul. Right. And, uh, um, we, you didn't see them on the flood tour? I know I did. Um, I know I saw them on the 20th, and I probably yeah. saw them. I think I did see them. On the original tour. Yeah. It was just the two of them, but it was a lot fancier. They had the big uh, Yes, I, I specifically. And, yeah, yeah, there was a lot of props and a lot. But it was still the two of them in a tape machine. Just a nicer tape machine. It was probably an eight-track. <laughs> <laughs> right, and, as the budget uh, goes up. Right. So, um so we were we were big big fans of they might be giants all the way from the beginning what about you claire how, how did you get into they might be giants um definitely a lot from my auntie here <laughs> i i would say my first experience with this song specifically uh i had a summer camp a church camp that i would go to uh-huh. uh where like one of the things to like warm everybody up in the morning is they would play different songs and we would do like different like little orchestrated little dance and like romps around to the music and this was one of the songs uh-huh. one of the ones you picked uh, <laughs> no it was it was there before me and really? I, I'd be surprised if it wasn't still there now uh-huh. um, okay so you did a little dance to the song yeah um, or like hand motions like yeah so it's like it's uh-huh. the hand motions and like stepping uh-huh. around uh-huh. and like do we have any Duke. video that Ooh. we can post? Oh, <laughs> I, I wish I did. I wish I did. I can't so even remember how it goes. That would be awesome. I know that that was a big thing when I was in elementary school. Like the hand, you sit, sit quietly, but do like a hand motion dance. Mm-hmm. But they let you actually stand up and get the. Yeah, we got to you know romp in you know kind of lines back and forth. <laughs> That's amazing. That's really great. Um, when did you first see them uh, play live? Um, I saw them in 2006 at the Carolina Theater mm-hmm. uh, with Dear Auntie. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not technically old enough for that show. You had to be 14. I was 12. <laughs> right. Um, luckily, nobody she came had a for my ID. With her, though. I did. Right. I did. That's right. So. Um, and I have seen two more shows by them since then. Um, I've seen them at the uh, at the Cradle, right? The- at the Cat's Cradle most recently, and before that at the NC Museum of Modern yeah, Art, I believe. Wow. Yeah. Really? Museum of Art in, in Raleigh. Mm-hmm. Um, Outdoor show, right? And yeah, that was around the time they uh, released uh, when Here Comes Silence. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Science. Yeah. 
And Here comes Silence's the album that didn't go anywhere. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. So, uh, obviously, one of your favorite bands. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. And um, they have the live shows have always been good. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. I'm a little mad at the last show. It was mm-hmm. my first show. I could legally drink, and I left my ID at home. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't want to dilute your yeah. experience, right? You want That's all true. your senses to fully get the they. There is a lot going vibe. on. Yes. I actually did get I. We were pretty close, and I actually did get to uh, yell out at uh, the drawns and have them talk back to me. <laughs> um, we were at the Cat's Cradle, the Cat's Cradle, which is in Carbro, mm-hmm. um, and uh, they said, you know, oh, Raleigh Durham or whatever. And I said, actually. Uh, Raleigh and Durham are in different counties. <laughs> Ooh, um, laying a little knowledge that they would appreciate. Uh-huh. They're that in different counties. I'm like, yeah, they're in completely different counties. You schooled them, huh? Yeah, That's Raleigh great. and Durham, not the same. Uh huh. That's Excellent. great. That's it great. needs to be said. So, we haven't listened to their version oh, yet. Yeah. We, yeah. we talked about uh, both uh, all three of us how much we love the band and how we've seen them and how great they are and uh well okay you know that historically mm-hmm. the, the the song is the truth mm-hmm. right you have the the town in turkey right, right that is now known as istanbul right that went through earlier name changes mm-hmm. it was originally uh, mm-hmm. uh my awareness is byzantium mm-hmm. right um that was a long time ago right? <laughs> that, it, we don't even talk about that it, it didn't even rate a, a place in the song didn't and even then, get a verse uh, you know became part of the roman empire right. was named for um emperor constantine right mm-hmm. so you get constantinople the, mm-hmm. the city of constantine right right and then you know to reclaim it from that sort of western right um what, well, I guess it would have been Eastern for them, right? From you know, reclaiming it from Roman conquest days, it became right. Istanbul as right. a, a back Turkish to their, city. Back to their Turkish heritage, yes. And this is also kind of precedent for they might be giants eventually putting out those kids' albums and mm-hmm. going that direction. Yeah. Yeah, I Give, think giving true. you a little lesson in their songs. They were famous for doing that. Right, you get a little geography, right? Yeah. A little you, history. You, you know. really hear their lyrical content is mm-hmm. just all over the map, yeah. and it's all executed well. It's, it is, it is. It's very, very interesting the way they do it. Now, what we're going to listen to, it's from the Flood record, but it's not the full version on the record. It's the single version the that we got from the CD single, but it is a little bit shorter and a little bit different mix. So let's listen to They Might Be Giants, Istanbul, not Constantinople, from 1990 on Electra Records. Constantinople, no you can't go back to Constantinople, been a long time gone. 
Constantinople, why did Constantinople get the works? That's nobody's business but the Turks. Liked it better that way. Istanbul is Constantinople. Now it's Istanbul and Constantinople. Been a long time gone. Constantinople. Why did Constantinople get the works? That's nobody's business but the Turks. So we like to talk about what actually makes the single great. What, in your opinion, Claire, makes that great? Um, so they really catch you in the beginning with the entrancing violin, and they draw you in, and then you're hit with the do 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 and that's just iconic. Yes. Yes. That's you're just right. iconic. Yes. I don't think I know anybody who doesn't hear that noise yeah. and know exactly what it is. You're hit right. the dance floor, right? Right, right. Um, yeah, it's it's just, it's a call to attention. You're immediately mm-hmm. there, and you're in it. Mm-hmm. You are grooving. You are vibing. Mm-hmm. There is no <laughs> choice. Absolutely. <laughs> Surrender. Surrender yes. to they might be giants. And I like the um, when they do the um, oh parts. It's it's it's, it's funny. <laughs> yes. And it's um, I, it, it's, it's wa- it's wacky. But, but it's kind of taken from the original too because yeah. they, they had that whole thing going on as well. Um, it, but yeah, funny. You know, they they it, there's so much levity in the song and. It's just killer. <laughs> it's, hard, it's hard to beat, you know. Do you think it has any of the creepiness of the four lads? I think the version. I think a little bit, lads. yeah. Um, in a different way, mm-hmm. uh, there. This one, I think the four lads version. You know, there's something up mm-hmm. in in the they might be giants version. There's definitely something up, but it's like the kind of like you know singing you into hypnosis. You know, <laughs> you know, you know, there's probably something going on, but you don't really mind. They're sneaking up on you. <laughs> you will call it Istanbul. <laughs> That's great. So this CD single also has a. Um, uh, a really interesting flip side that we're going to play for you. Don't and of course, always... you don't flip over a CD. Yeah, right. But... <laughs> so we, we would call it a B side, but it's still on the A side, I guess. Um, it's called James K. Polk. It's about the 11th president of the United States. And this is six years before it showed up on the Factory Showroom right. album, the, the version, version. That, mm-hmm. that the hip history teacher plays in your middle right, school, right? right? When right. you get to that a Manifest Destiny right. section of your 1800s American history. This is the kind of a, de- it kind of sounds like a demo to me. Um, it's basically just the 
some keyboards and a little bit of drum machine and the the, the version you're talking about that most people would know is well well more produced with the guitars right. and mm-hmm. full, full somebody plays sound. somebody plays a song on it but <laughs> 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 you know you don't get that every day either <laughs> so let's listen to James K Polk and there's there's a lot to talk about when we hear this song they might be giants from the um, Istanbul not constant can't contents Constantinople. Thank you. Uh, That's CD why they single. changed the name. No I one know, could say it. I, I, I couldn't pronounce it. From that CD single in 1990, James K. Pope. Here they go. In 1844, the Democrats were split. The three nominees for the presidential candidate were Martin Van Buren, a former president, there it was they might be giants and james k polk um what did you think of that claire (laughs) um (laughs) i think the extra like hauntingness and spookiness from the original cut or the original istanbul Mm -hmm. that they didn't put in the cover this is where they put it (laughs) yeah they've got all those uh those kind of uh, football terrace vocals there at the end. Yeah. (laughs) The melody is there, but Uh uh, the instrumental backing is definitely progressed and developed into the more popular version that we see today. Right, right. This, again, this sounds to me like a demo, you know. But it's like Frontier. I mean, I think it it is. Mm -hmm. It it sounds like something you would, like a campaign song from the 1800s. Right. Um, We're we're working on the railroad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right, right. You've got that. Um, I've got a, a, a glass of mead mm-hmm. that uh, we made in our own, you know, cabin and we're all you know singing along and uh, mm-hmm. you know bringing in the cattle and mm-hmm. I read that um, the Flansburg wrote this with his friend uh, Matthew Hill who's a history buff and they discussed the idea of writing a lyric to a song that was you know just history just supposedly accurate and so the, this is how the uh, the James K. Polk the thought experiment played yes, out yes. although it's not 100% accurate uh, there are some some uh, 
uh, they said that uh, Van Buren was an abolitionist and he wasn't. And uh, so pre-abolitionist. They said mm. that, uh, that Polk uh, got the Oregon, ter- Oregon territory, but it, it was signed before he was president. So a couple of minor things in there. But he was a Napoleon of the stump. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I, I, I've read a lot of um, presidential biographies. I don't right. know why. They yeah. sell them at Costco all the time. Yeah. You know, it's like the dad books. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So they catch my eye. And I've read mm-hmm. far too many. Mm-hmm. I, I was trying to read through, you know, the first 16, try to read them. Right. Um, not exactly in order, but... Um, yeah, so I read. You're gonna get spoilers. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Don't 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 read about 14 before you read 13. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I don't think I've learned anything in the book that I hadn't mm-hmm. already been familiar with from the songs. That was kind of right. like a. It was a well-written book, a biography that right. I read, and uh, I'll post the link. But by the time I got to it, I was like. Well, you know, it really is. This two-minute two song. Austere, severe, he held few people dear. That's all you need <laughs> exactly. to know. That's that was, it. That was the first five chapters yeah. there, right? And this goes to the point you were making earlier, Claire, about um, going into their science records and their, you know, the, your kids' records. They're, yeah. They're telling you a story. They're telling you facts, you know. This Both of the tracks early. on this single are really yeah. are really doing that, mm-hmm. are really showcasing you can that. You see them pointing towards that direction. You know, why does the sun shine? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Right, and it also shows they're 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 because that's a cover, uh-huh. you know, as Istanbul was. Right. So it's like their their choice of covers that right. that um, that they make their own in a mm-hmm. way, um, you know, that 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 gets the knowledge to us. Mm-hmm. And of course, we've got the update to why does the sun shine? You know, that's more. Um, right scientifically correct right. uh, that would be the sun is a miasma of incandescent plasma exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was estrogen <laughs> don't be afraid to fact check yourself guys <laughs> oh, that takes all the fun out of it Claire <laughs> um, so um, can we hear anybody covering this song well before we get to that let's talk a little bit about Fandom, yes, there's something, right? yeah, there's oh, something right. that I've forgotten. Uh, Claire, you are famously involved in something we are going to call shoot posting. Y- yes, yes. It, although shoot is the word. Shoot is not the word. We, right. we are a supposedly family friendly show here. So I, I got a, uh, a niece here. How much family yeah, friendlier could I be? I know exactly. <laughs> so, uh, you do. They might be giants. Shoot posting. Is that true? Yes. Okay. Um, Tell us about it. So I guess I'll explain uh, shoot posting for those of you at home who are not quite sure what that is. Generally, this is a trend of posting on the internet, uh, usually in reference to a specific topic, something like they might be giants, for instance, here, or you know, maybe Naruto or whatever you know, sort of media you're really interested in. Okay, um, and incorporating kind of that meme culture. Uh, where taking like current popular memes and like appropriating them into that media to apply that media to them for uh, that sort of context to it. Sounds and, pretty snarky. Yes, okay. and also a lot of uh, facetiousness and irony, uh, pretending you don't know things right. when you do, or pretending or that like things, things that are obviously one thing are another thing entirely Great. but it's done with love and and you do it because you you're you're in the they might be giants group because you love they might be giants right? yes Even it's, it's not about this. putting down the media it's about 
how can we have this media mm-hmm. and also have fun and be stupid right. and okay. enjoy being dumb together? All right. I like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so give us some examples. Besides getting a podcast? Um, <laughs> um, so actually, uh, in relation to Istanbul, not, not Constantinople, a uh, pretty common joke and reference uh, that you see in mm-hmm. the They Might Be Sh- Shoot posting group <laughs> um, is uh, the song appears in episode one of Netflix's The Umbrella Academy, okay. which is originally a comic book uh, written by Gerard Way of My Chemical Romance. Oh, boy. Um that's great reviews. Um, but the song shows up in a fight scene, uh-huh. and uh, that actually ended up bringing some new people sure. into the They Might Be Giants fandom. Right. It was a gateway yeah. into uh, who had never heard posting. it before, which is, right? Yeah. yeah uh, so a bit late in the game at this point, so there yeah. were a lot of people kind of. Uh, taking it tongue in cheek, like, oh my goodness! Yeah, you, you're did just you getting know into this now? that yeah. there's this song called Istanbul, not Constantinople, by They Might Be Giants, yeah. and it's in Umbrella Academy. <laughs> well, better, better late than never, right? Yeah, uh, fans um, come lately. Uh-huh. Uh, it's 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 in good fun. Uh, everyone is welcome, and They Might Be Giants is certainly not an age exclusive. No, Thank <laughs> spans <goodness>. the generations, <laughs> right? Right. Um, yeah. And we're still going. We're still kicking. We're yep. still getting new fans. Yep. Oh yeah, and, you know we we should brought uh, your niece and nephew, right? So that we could have had mm-hmm. three generations right. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've I've played a couple before for them. Yeah. <laughs> Are they getting up and dancing yet? Mm-hmm. Parker is. Miles Miles is sitting. Well, I've given <laughs> I've given no to many many parents. Uh, <laughs> You know, oh, yeah. like, I think your kids might like this, and, and it always gets great reviews, you know. <laughs> but that's for the young, young ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and but me. it's all for everybody, <laughs> and right? <me. laughs> well, very cool. Um, do you have anything, you know, that they, they might be giants, really do have an interesting relationship with their fans. Yes. They were one of the, the first groups that had an internet presence. Mm-hmm. I was talking, you know, before we, we turned the mics on, I was talking about being in the old Usenet group, right. mm-hmm. pre-World Wide Web, pre-web website, yes. you know, where you, it's basically bulletin board messages back and forth. Text. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and email uh, digests. Mm-hmm. Um, that was all text, no visual images. I mean, it, it was one of the first groups. So, you know, when I go dial onto the internet, I would um, get like Weather Underground, mm-hmm. you know, which was like very long strings of text about mm-hmm. the weather. And some of it with that like weather code WX, bunch of numbers. Um, definitely not the friendly stuff that you get um, from Weather Underground today. And um, and the stuff from They Might Be Giants, who mm-hmm. you know are, are sort of wink wink. You uh, call well, them they. You uh, refer to them as they. And let's not forget <laughs> about the dial a song. Oh yeah, and of course yeah. pre pre even the even, Usenet yeah. group. Um, you know, they had the dial-a-song. You, which could, you could call a number in New York City, and there would be some kind of a... It was a 718 a, number, yeah, right? Call yeah, the 718 mm-hmm. number, and, you know, There'd I guess in Brooklyn. New, and it was an answering song. machine that they would have a song. and you Change um, it every week. And, uh, you know, they did dial-a-song for a very yeah. long time, you know, way past... Uh, yeah, way past its sell-by um, date. You know, the, the answering machine era. Right. So, um, and and they're they're very active with their fans. They they have a lot going on. 
Um, there are a lot of ways to contact them. They do a lot of good charity work. Um, right, yeah. Claire's wearing a shirt today. Mm-hmm. Um, say you're the only, say I'm the only bee in your bonnet. I'm yeah. wearing it wrong like right. I don't know the lyric. Right. Um, that they used for fundraising raising for the group Races R-I, R-A-I-C-E-S. And, you know, which was, they raised several I think I, it was like a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah, it? yeah. yeah and it was a it was like an exclusive design that was brought back. Yeah, specifically for the purpose of raising money yeah. for that. And they did. They, so they you know, and that's to to help those who are. In, we'll link in, to it. Yeah, we'll link to yeah. it. Um, and uh, I don't know. I don't. And know that I can they haven't shied away from being political, yeah. even right. you know, with more recent singles like mm-hmm. "The Communists Have the Music." <laughs> right. Pretty strong political message there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they, you know, they keep fighting the good fight, mm-hmm. and um, you know, they have very good um, relationships with their their fan base. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't oh, know I how much a, I can say about that. I had a question about James K. Polk to oh. go to circle back. Yes. Is that the song that they use the confetti cannon in? I think it is at the end at the end of the the song. I don't know. Yeah, I'm pre- well they did when I, a couple of times when I've seen them on but, stage. Yeah, you mean. right. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. I was like yeah. I they'll was shoot like, off the confetti cannon. I was cannon. trying to figure out what the sound of confetti was. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> which, you know, that Sorry, I didn't mean to confuse everybody. Uh, yeah, I was confused. Yeah. Um shoot, what was I going to say? Um there is an experiment in human happiness that they might be giants is involved in and mm-hmm. I, I don't think I can say much more. Can you say much more? Oh, I don't know. You must be thinking of some other band. Yeah, I must be. I must be. Wink, wink. Um, what else do we want to talk about? There's so much to talk about. With you know, this is an ongoing musical yes. concern for yeah. you know nigh on to forty years. You know, approaching yeah. forty years. And this is just one of of so many great singles that they've released. And you know that the, they're just unparalleled joy live you should you know mm-hmm. if you ever have a chance to see them right do so absolutely still and a going concern still making great music um and they you know. sell a lot and you know mm-hmm. uh, they're pioneers in sort of online marketing yes. and online sales mm-hmm. of of recordings of their own concerts right um you know back in the old um major label days mm-hmm. that um that was a, a way that bands could make back yeah. some of their money, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, the the concert that we saw, um, our first your first concert, um, you know, we've got we bought a recording from the right. band. You got of, it. Of that, that you got it that concert. night, so we right? Can, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we can keep reliving that, right? Yes. That's, that's awesome. I, I think that's just it, a, a, it's a great a moment. Good idea, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's a and, and you know they're really at the forefront of all of that. Mm-hmm. All right, so should we go on to covering? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who, who can you hear covering this? Let's start with our guest. Can yeah. you hear anybody covering any of these songs? Yeah. Um, Either hmm. of these songs, I should say. That's hard. And if you don't have anyone, that's okay, too. Maybe come back to me. i got to think for a second. All right. Well, I was thinking. Mm-hmm. I, at first I was thinking like Pink Bortini because I was thinking yeah, kind yeah. of that. Um, but then... Uh, I was thinking about the vocal harmonies, and I was mm-hmm. thinking of maybe 
uh, the new pornographers. Yes, you that's know? a the, great. That's the, a great they one. They have yeah. that ability to all make those vocals. all the, you know, mm-hmm. the the big sound that's mm-hmm. necessary. So right. I'd say I'd like to hear the new pornographers mm-hmm. play um, um, Istanbul. Yes. And I was thinking about it, um, about James K. Polk, and mm-hmm. I, I mentioned this band before, but kind of have the egghead singer. I'd like to hear um, the Hold Steady do James K. Polk. Okay. Because <laughs> he kind of looks like a teacher anyway. He oh, looks there like you a, go. <laughs> and he kind of speaks, sings like a teacher. So um, I, I could hear uh, uh, Craig Finn doing those lyrics mm-hmm. with, with the little Thin Lizzy backing. Okay, I got that. That makes sense. <laughs> and Claire? Did you think of anybody? Uh, I'm trying. Um, oh, I can't think of anything. Yeah, it's, it's, okay. it's hard, you know, especially when we've got a song that is a cover. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are lots of great versions of, you know, the hip history teacher having their kids perform, right. you know, in class, mm-hmm. in middle school, and elementary school, performing James sure. K. Polk in particular. You're right. Um, so there are lots of versions out mm-hmm. there um, that, that you can... You know, yeah. surf through YouTube and see. Yeah. Um, how about recommendations? I was thinking of one that just came to me, and you're going to have to help me with it. Um, you were talking about the presidents and the first 11, 14. Pre- Wait a minute. Claire's got something. I would like to hear gorillas oh, do Istanbul. Oh. That's, that's what I want. One, that's what I want. That's exactly. You, you win. You yeah, win that's that what I want. You win. Yeah, that would be awesome. Oh, yeah, that would I be agree. great. I think yeah. they really have the sort of sound that could yes. really, that yeah. really handle and adapt mm-hmm. that. I did that. That's a great oh, yeah. idea. Yeah. So back to my recommendation. Sorry about that, Claire. Oh, um, man. But that was worth it. Yeah, it really was. Um, you were talking about the presidents. Mm-hmm. What was that book that we got from uh, our friend, uh, graphics designer, Jill, <laughs> about the hot presidents? What yes, was it called yes. again? Yes, it's called, um, oh, shoot. What is I it can't called? remember. It's uh, uh, the Hottest Heads of States. Hottest Heads hottest, of States. Hottest Heads yeah. of States. And, and, and it's the all the presidents. It's all the presidents. And, and yeah. about who's the hottest. And, and, and uh, they were promising that it would be a series. So right. there was the American presidents, right. the hottest heads of state. Mm-hmm. And so, like, why you want to date him right. and all sorts yeah. of stuff. It's one of the um, funniest things I've ever read because it's all kind of like Tiger Beatty. Um, oh, yeah, but it's the American presidents yeah, right. that are, uh, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah, it's great. Hottest Heads of State. So it's very good. That's that, very good. Yes. So that's my recommendation. We'll link to that. Uh, that book is a scream. It is. It is. Yeah. Claire, do you have any recommendations? Uh, yes. I would like to recommend um, Never Again Action on the new of uh, activism that we've been touching on. Okay. Um, it is a uh, protest group mm-hmm. of Jews and allies uh, working to oh. stop uh, detentions in ICE centers by uh, ICE and yeah. against the uh, undocumented in- immigrants, people seeking asylum, right. trying to get vaccines to these people to improve conditions and to get them out. Okay. Uh, you can find them at never- neveragainaction.com, also Never Again Action on Facebook. We'll link to it. And we'll provide all those links, and mm-hmm. that's very good. You've yes. got your... Uh, T-shirt that funded um, right. races, which of course is obviously uh, in involved in, in um, yes. detention uh, mm-hmm. uh, detention issues. Um, my recommendation is going to be related to Istanbul, okay. which is a great documentary film called Keddy, K 
K-E-D-I, which is about the cats of Istanbul. Oh. Istanbul is evidently, uh, you know, a, known for its... Um, kitties? It's it's kitties. Oh, I uh, love kitties. It's kitties. And it's a great documentary showing the cats, uh, the street cats of Istanbul. Mm-hmm. So they're not quite feral in the mm-hmm. sense that, that many of them have, you know, like mm-hmm. there's the one... You know, we follow a cat that that um, hangs out at a cafe, yeah. right? He's, he doesn't go in the cafe. He doesn't belong to the cafe. It's like the cafe belongs to him, or right. at least the sidewalk cafe portion of it belongs to him. And I bet he gets lots of food there, too. They kind of domesticate themselves. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Or they domesticate us. Right. And, and, you know, there are lots of low rooftops, so there are cats jumping rooftop uh-huh. to rooftop and at the, the waterfront. And, you know, just, mm-hmm. you know, it's... It's a beautiful film that's done beautifully. With There's no mice. <laughs> <laughs> there might be a mouse or two. Yeah. Something's keeping the cats there, right? Uh-huh. So uh, the mice have got um, you know a yeah. lobby group of their yeah, own. Yeah, they're all headless. That's, that's keeping them going. <laughs> but so uh, generations of cats are. They need a generation of mice. That to, sounds to really interesting. It, it's a great. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a beautiful documentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Carolina Theater. Okay. Um, uh, uh, screened it. It was. Mm-hmm. A, I was glad I saw it. It's a great. It was great on a big screen. But mm-hmm. you know, look for Caddy. We'll have a link for you. Okay. Well, that's our uh, show today. Uh, they might be giants. Istanbul, not Constantinople, from 1990, the CD single, and James K. Polk and the Four Lads, and our very special guest Claire Madoc. We thank you very much for coming and talking with us today. Thanks for having me. Bringing us a great new perspective. And thank you for lunch, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we all got lunch out of the deal. It was great. Um, anything else? I think that'll do it. Okay. Well, we will talk to you next time. Next time. Bye now. To learn more about the artists and recordings we just talked about, visit our website at zubrecords.com. And click on the Singles Going Steady icon. You'll also find links to the persons, places, and things we recommend, and much more. You can find episodes of Singles Going Steady on our website or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Singles Going Steady is brought to you by the power and majesty of Zub Records. Zub Zub Records. Records. Smart Smart sounds for sharp people. people.